This episode of the Red Bull Rant is brought to you by the fine patrons that support us through patreon.com slash Red Bull Rant. You can support us for the low, low price of $1 a month, and you can get exclusive content, including a monthly wrap-up for the New York Red Bulls. We want to send a special shout-out to our patrons who support us at $5 a month. That is our producer-level reward. Thank you to Jeremiah Dempster and William Martin. Now, on to the show. The Red Bull Rant is a free-flowing conversation amongst three lifelong wackos that may contain adult language. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome, my friends, to the Shouldn't Have Friends. This is the Red Bull Rant Podcast. I'm your host, Jason Iapico. I'm Pat McDonald. I'm Truman. And this is episode 275, End Scene. Uh, Figure out who that belongs to. Go ahead. I dare you. Uh, the maestro. No. Okay. Uh, I don't know. I'm going to get some wrestler I never heard of. You, no, you've heard of this wrestler. Huh. That you'll never figure it out. So my first thought, okay, I think I know who, but this is not the, I'm guessing it's not his current closing or finishing move. Okay, maybe I'll, not. I'll, I'll tell you this, he's not even in the WWE. Okay, I was thinking the Miz, so yeah. I'm... No. <gasps> Did you figure uh, it out? Uh, Big Wiggle, whatever his name was. <laughs> Big Wiggle? No, Big Wiggle was the guy's finisher. I'm trying to remember like, who that guy was, but he's an WCW guy. You'll never know, and I'll never tell. Until I'll we find out through Google. That's right. Um, all right. Anyway, let's move on because this is not a wrestling show. Um, so, fun times were had <laughs> before the game because fun times were not had during the game. Uh Red Bulls hosted Columbus Crew. Uh, in the game, most people probably thought at l- least they're going to draw. Right? We all predicted wins, but it's like we, we're not losing this game at home. Like, there's no way. And they lost. And they lost in spectacular way. fashion, too. Hmm. Uh, before we talk about it, we're going to do the tweets because I'm pretty sure we'll talk about most of that stuff anyway. So, Truman, what, what do our listeners have to say? Well, there's a lot of uh, tweets and then replies, so uh, let's just go with tweets for now, okay? Uh, all right, so starting off with Wayne Harrison said, I had a bad feeling as soon as I saw the lineup. Play your strongest team in its best formation, then make changes if necessary. Simple, momentum lost as a result. Yeah, I mean, listen, I think we all would have changed our uh, predictions if we knew this is, this <laughs> formation was going to come out. Yeah, like... Uh, oh, what are the options? Of, what are the chances of our two best players not playing <laughs> <laughs> and playing bizarro formations? Yeah, which we will get to. Uh, Edward Ritter says the fact that Burhalter was surprised by our first half in formation, yet Columbus figured it out so quickly and tore us apart, is an indictment of the game plan and personnel selection. Yes. Yeah. And I will say that uh, Keith Fleischman replied to him saying he's reminding me a lot of JCO, oh, which makes uh. me shiver. If he starts carrying a notebook, it's definitely time for him to go. <laughs> Future U.S. men's national team coach, J.C. <laughs> uh, K. 
Casey Jones at Grateful Shred 23 says, nothing pisses me off more than making a two and a half hour pilgrimage down to RBA to then have the Red Bulls not show up to play until the second half. So tired of Colin giving up senseless free kicks in a dangerous area. That starting lineup was bullshit and so were the refs. Although, is I mean, it, the rest were the least of the problems. The, the rest were not a problem, honestly. And, and is he mistaking Colin for Mario in terms of senseless free kicks? I don't know. I mean, that was the, the, oh, well, okay. We're getting to it. We're getting we'll to it. We'll get there. He'll mm-hmm. get there. <laughs> uh, he adds to top it off while stuck in traffic, leaving RBA for over an hour. Oh, I know what that's like. Uh, my friend proceeds to inform me how all goalies are coached to waste time. While I conceded time management is part of the game, my point was after being shown a card, Stefan continued to waste time. Jeremiah also added, uh, my wife is still talking about this exact thing in the morning. What good is showing the yellow if you're not willing to give the second? Okay, I'll 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 say that one's fair, but the ref at, for the most part wasn't the problem this game. The problem is that there was no Thierry Henry to do the ten count. Exactly. That's what you need. Which was a classic. Uh, our good friend, of course, Pete Herrick said, there's two ways to handle the job if you're Chris Armas. Do everything the way that Jesse would have and be called a puppet or tinker and learn how to do the job by, job better by making some mistakes. I choose the latter too. Again, let's, we're going to break all of this down. Hey, if, Kermit, if Kermit the Frog wins me a fucking, uh, MLS cup, uh, puppet away. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, uh, the reborn, not Chris Arma says, but I subbed. <laughs> ah, that's good. Is that it for the, the tweets? That is it. All right. So I'm going to read this one because, uh, I put out like a three or four tweet kind of tirade on Sunday morning after watching this game. And, uh, Wayne Harrison at W Harrison 83 said just in response, just field your best team in its most effective form at home against the playoff rival. Simple. Don't try to reinvent the wheel. Momentum lost. Yeah. So, first off, do we have any likes to this game? I do, but yeah. I mean, I mean, I want to deal with the dislikes first because yeah. my like will then lead to it. Fair enough. Okay, so I'm gonna let Pat go because I feel like if I don't let Pat go first, I'm, gonna <laughs> I'm sure I'll build on whatever you guys dislike as well. But uh, look, there is a ton to dislike about this game. But uh, no matter what, I think the biggest dislike goes to Michael Murillo and picking up the ball when there was no whistle, nothing like that. It was, you know, Bush League grade school error right there. Um, you play to the whistle. I, I don't know what the hell you're thinking. I mean, it kind of when you see a player pick up a live ball, uh, you know, it, it just kind of it's pretty much from that point on, you kind of just assume there's a bad omen for how the rest of the night is going to go. And sure enough, I mean, the wheels came off very quickly after that. Mm-hmm. I mean, they scored on that one goal on that one, um, that one mistake there and the floodgates opened not long after that. So again, plenty just like, and trust me, I got more to say. We've got a whole, uh, what afterthoughts to go through. Yep. Um, but, uh, for me, just as bad as the lineup was, uh, you know, the picking up a ball, a live ball, is just pure boneheaded uh, sportsmanship. Yep. And again, just to pile on, I, I've I know I've gone on about this in the past. Uh, is you play to the whistle, like you said. Yeah. That is just the biggest thing. It doesn't matter what the play is, offside, out of bounds, whatever it is, you play to a whistle, and that it is that is a 
that's a college rookie mistake. Yeah. That might even be a high school rookie mistake. I think uh, that's kindergarten rookie mistake. Yep. I, I just, and it wasn't even like the ball, uh, was he the came out and he grabbed it, right? Like the ball was already in play for a few seconds. Like uh-huh. it wasn't an immediate play. That that's even more infuriating. That there was moments to think about. Don't do it. Um, but all right, just to be different, my dislike is going to be not the lineup, but the formation. Mm-hmm. You want to be the better team. You put out four in the back, knife five in the back, and play whim right. style. Because that's what that is. We're scared. You're playing at home, first of all. Right. Okay, there's no reason to go with five defenders, and you should have enough confidence uh, in some of the offensive players you have that that actually started the game. And you just subbed that offense for defense to start a game. Yeah. And one of those guys is really in Colin who just has no speed at all anymore. Right. At all. He should be... The guy coming in towards the end of the second half to shore up a win. Like, there's no other reason he should be in anymore. I, I love the guy. He's been great, but his time's up. Yeah. It's just up. And you had Escobar. You could play Escobar. Uh, there's just, it just, I don't, it, it really boggles the mind putting him out. Uh, again, it's not the players. It's just this weird formation that they've never done at home. Uh, and it just led to complete disaster. Yeah, uh, 100%. I mean, to, to build on that, I mean, you know, it's like not only is Colin a problem, uh, Laid is a more defensive option than uh, Kamar Lawrence. Um, you know, you certainly have more of an offensive ability with Kamar Lawrence. And like you said, they, they played scared at home. Uh, I mean, what are you doing playing scared at home? There's no reason for that. You're you're one of the top teams in MLS uh, East, the entire league. There's no reason to play scared at home. I, I understand, uh, which was Chris Armas' excuse, I understand what happened uh, in Columbus earlier in this year, but that's how this league goes. You, you can go on the road and look like crap, but when you play that same team at home, it's a different story. Yep. Yeah, that, that for a team that scored, what, three goals on the road all year? Yeah. Before this game. Right, before, right, that's, yeah, before the game. Yeah. And that... I'm just going to pile on because that's kind of where I was going is. <laughs> so I, here's the thing. I understand giving players a rest, right? We had the game last week against New England. We had the game midweek against D.C. So given the lineups he, he ran out, I understand giving some players a rest to start this game. However, you don't fucking change your formation and your tactics like that. Right. Right. Plain and simple. Because it's like not said, the players, it's the formation. It sends a very clear message to the players that we are not here to control the game. Right. And you can tell me that we're technically three in the back because the because of how the uh, the wingbacks push up. Fuck that. No, they're defenders first. That's their role. If they were if they were actual attackers, they'd be called midfielders. They're not. They're called defenders. Okay. And you know what? You know what? I'm just gonna keep going because it's gonna. Please, please. Go so, for it. This this fucking trend of starting slow. First off, isn't just on Armus. It's on Jesse March too because this shit happened before March left. Uh... To to a degree, it hap- It started before March left. I will put a lot of it on Armus, but I'm not giving him 100 percent because I feel like this started before he left. I don't know about that, but whatever. All right. Anyway, bigger. Bigger picture is this shit is stupid. 
there's no fucking reason at what this is we're past game number 20 now i think it is or something like that right we're we're going into august we shouldn't be in this mode of starting slow and especially with how this team is supposed to be playing starting slow and finishing hot that's yeah. not what it's supposed to be it's supposed to be 90 straight minutes of fucking pressure so the other team loses their shit and turns the ball over however many times mm-hmm. that's not how we're playing and I said this on the tweet, and I stand by it. It's on Armis, and it's also on Luis Robles. He's the captain on the field. Part of his job is to get the players up for games when necessary, and neither of those players or people did their job this weekend. Neither. And it's so fucking frustrating to see that that, that it takes them playing like shit for 45 minutes and going into the locker room to be told, hey, you're playing fucking soccer. Act like it. No. They're fucking professional soccer players. They'll be playing like an all fucking game. And again, especially at home. Yeah. I you know. I don't even care. No, at this point, it doesn't matter where they fucking are. They're supposed. They're the number three team in the East. They're like number three in the supporter shield. Still on their last. It doesn't matter. Player. I don't. You know what? Play on the road. Play your style and lose. That's fine. I can I can accept losing on the road to a team that outplays you. I can't accept the team not playing their fucking way for ninety minutes and giving up goals because they're too scared shitless to do anything. Yeah. Honestly, if you told if you told me it was three two and Columbus just beat us three times off of high press, fine, I'll accept that because that shit's happened for the last three or four years. But you're going to tell me that the first goal we give up is because Mario. Loses track of where the ball is and picks it up because he thinks he heard a whistle. <laughs> that we that we had uh, three defenders available and all of them got caught ball watching at midfield. Mm. Yeah, like no, that shit is on the players for not doing their jobs. That's not. It's not as simple as we got beat by a better team. Columbus is not the better team by the clear fact of the standings. Right. They scored three fucking goals before coming into Red Bull Arena. We allowed them to double their road road scoring for the year. Yep. That is clearly on us not playing a game that we're supposed to be playing. And it and it, you know what it took? It took BWP and Kaka being subbed in in the at the start of the second half for for any sort of pressure apparently to be applied in the offensive side of the field. All right. Well, can then before we go to some more afterthoughts, can I go right to my light because that you're going to lead, you're leading right into it. Go ahead. I, I'm going to say they brought in BWP and Kaku, and in the second half they showed that they are a better team than Columbus Crew. Yeah, they're a better team. They're a better team when they have their better players on the field and they play the way they should be. Uh, I mean, that's a thing to look positively on because they are a better team. Uh, I understand that you're resting players, and I like we already said we already get that. Um, but when you see the big boys come out, you, you see the difference and Royer's goal, uh, from Kaku just shows you how good they can be. Right. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, my like is pretty much the same. Uh, you know, when those two came on the field, you could see that they can control possession. Um, they can attack, um, all things that were sorely lacking in the first half. Uh, you can only hope that this is a harsh lesson that Chris Armis learned. Um, but, you know, we'll see. Uh, Jay, you have anything before we do after thoughts? No, because I'm too fucking pissed about the <laughs> 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 three 
first half goals, and that we even had to try to make a comeback like that. So, all right, well, then, afterthoughts, I mean, I, I'm just going to come out and say it. I mean, Chris Armas is not ready to coach, coach this team. Uh, you know, the, I, people can talk about synergy all they fucking want. Uh, I'm sick of fucking hearing about Rafe Ball and how it's just a plug-and-play system. I mean, anybody who says the plug-and-play system is not giving Jesse Marsh credit he deserves for the job he did over the last, what, three and a half years? Um, he was the best. He probably was the best coach as, as that this franchise has ever seen. And uh, people want to say it's just a system. Bullshit. Bullshit, it's just a system. And I put on, I, was, I put something to that effect on Twitter, and people are like, well, they're not playing Ralph Ball under Chris Armour, so you, you can't say it's uh, Ralph, you know, the Ralph Ball's the problem. And I'm like, uh, that's exactly what I'm saying, because if it's a fucking system, all you have to do is tell Chris Armis, give him the binder like they do in uh, baseball, and say, play this. And if he's not playing Ralph Ball, why is he not on his ass? Because that's what they do. I mean, it, it's it's because this Ralph Ball is a fucking, this idea that Ralph Ball exists is a sham. All right? And it's not plug and play. And this team, which was very much a contender for MLS Cup, is, in my opinion, absolutely not a contender for MLS Cup right now. They looked the worst I have seen them, I think, since they lost a home game against Shebas years ago. Uh, I don't remember what year it was. I think it was the year I had season tickets, so we're talking 2012. Well, when uh, Shebas even alive, that was like, what, four yeah. years ago? So, I mean... So, I mean, th- th- this is the worst I've seen them look uh, since then. It was uh, for a half, for a half, mind you. It was terrible. Um, you know, and... Look, again, I don't want to pile on Chris Armas too, too much because he's not the one who bailed on the team halfway through the season. And then when somebody does bail on the team and then the boss says, hey, you want the promotion? You're going to take it. But let's face it, the guy's not – maybe he'll be better next year, but he's not ready this year. And unfortunately, I think this is a win-now team, um, you know, because I, I, we're probably losing Tyler Adams after this season. Um you know, who, who knows who else might leave uh, BWP. I mean, well, well, of course, last week we said he's an ageless wonder. Um, who knows how many more years he's got. But it's, 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 it's depressing. It's depressing to see where the season is going. And, and I, look, I think they may make the playoffs. I think they probably will make the playoffs. I mean, I really do. Uh, because they have such a lead at this point. But will they do anything in those playoffs? Not the way they're playing right now. Not the way they played over the last what five games now. Uh, not a chance. Uh, and I'm, and again, I'm not going to pile on Chris Armas here by saying that Chris Armas did not fucking pick up a goddamn ball with his hands on the field and didn't also give up an own goal. So I'm I'm going to credit him for that. Those were definitely not his mistakes. Uh, just stupidity on the field. But uh, one more thing I want to touch on, and it's an issue we talked in the beginning of the season, and we thought he was going to break out a little bit, but Derek Etienne is not a lone target striker. No. He's just not. I think he's a great player. I really do. Um, but he cannot be the guy, if BWP goes down with a serious injury, to be the lone forward because mm. it's just not him. Uh, he's a, a great he can move with the ball like nobody else. I mean, his feet is, he's unbelievable with the ball in and around the box. He's great. Uh, but as you see, his finishing touch is just terrifyingly lacking at this point. We thought maybe he, he got a couple was, I think one or two goals. Uh, but it's just now that he's coming back in, it's, 
it's been rough. It's been rough. Yeah. It's been to the Etienne, and we know the guy that just barely misses or just doesn't get the shot off in time. So there, I'm very, very worried because I don't think they have an actual legit bench guy to come off and, and provide. I, no. they, just, they just don't. No, not at all. And then, because why not pile on to other people at this point? Um, at what point do we decide that Alex Mawil, the risks outweigh, or outweigh the benefits? Because I feel like that should have been at least like three months ago, and we haven't apparently gotten there yet. I mean, he wasn't like terrible this game, but he wasn't great either. Like when, like at what point do we say we need somebody that's going to be more consistent? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, uh, tell the team to spend some money, spend some of that Tam and Gam they've gotten over the years. But I mean, we as we've seen with this team, they're 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 content staying put. They're not content spending any money, and you know, uh, what, what else? What do you expect? All right. Anything else for this game? God, no. <laughs> all right. So, prediction standings, none of us got anything because we were all fucking jokers and thought this team was going to do something at home. <sighs> yes, I'm still upset. I'm not going to lose this upset feeling. Um, hopefully, oh, wait, all-star game first, I guess, technically. Sure. Since, you know, hooray for, whoa. Uh, that's it. That's uh, in oh, trouble. Run, Pat. Run. Run. They found you. <laughs> Someone, someone's having some fun somewhere. I'll make a quick check. Well, I that's a, dinner. I, I'm glad they were able to greet you with the buzzer. <laughs> uh, All-Star game. Uh, let's see. You know, what I think is just a pointless friendly for... <laughs> Man, they're rolling out the buzzer for Pat. That's what they're doing. They've, they've got the they got the late night bell on. Okay. Um, All Star game. I I don't even know who's on the team. I just saw BWP and somebody else got added recently. I think we got well, Tyler, Tyler Adams is on the game and on the team. Uh, I believe he was the late addition. I think was he the one that just got added this like this week or something? I believe so. Yeah, yeah it was Adams that was added. All right. Um. I want to say Long. I was yeah, and I can't remember who the, the other guy is. Mario? Was it Mario? I I think so. Well, there you go. That one's for Mario. Since um, so let's see. Uh, Ray Phillips was the commissioner's pick. Adams is on it, but I guess he's like a, a late addition for a sub uh, injury. Correct. Um. Because Zlatan is too good to play in it or something. I don't know. I saw he's not going to be there. He scored, he scored a hat trick, so he's like, I'm done. I don't need to. <laughs> I retire. Uh, Aaron Long is a coach's pick, and so is Michael Moreo. There you go. See? Yeah. Um, that game is tomorrow night. I don't even know what time. Uh, probably yes. 8 is it in Atlanta. Why not? I'm guessing Fox Sports, maybe ESPN. What are the two? doesn't matter. They're playing sure. Juventus. I'm, I probably won't watch because I don't really care. Um... This this is my uh, version of Pat's Open Cup. I don't care what happens this game as long as our players don't get hurt. <laughs> um, Nobody cares. Uh, Juventus cares because they get a paycheck. That's all that matters to them. Um, all right. So after that, assuming our players don't get hurt, 
They'll return home uh, for Sunday, uh, August 5th. They will take on LAFC. And after that game will be BWP Appreciation Night. Woo! So I hope for the Red Bull's sake that they actually win because that would just be like salt on the wound at this point. Um, they'll be celebrating his 100th goal, which, by the way, he did score number 101 technically against um, Columbus. You know, it looked like it was an own goal on the replay. Uh, and they awarded an, an own goal? No, they awarded Wright Phillips the goal. They did, okay. But it, to me, it looked like it was an. It came off of the defender, and I guess it was too quick, and that's why it's not an own goal. I don't know. All right. Anyway, BWP's at 101, so there you go. Yay! Um, so LA comes in with a 10-5-6 record, 36 points, second in the East, or West, sorry. Um, plus nine goal difference, and a very decent 5-5-1 five, five away record, so not a team to overlook, especially playing at home. Uh, their last five... Draw, win, draw, loss, draws. And the only advantage to all that is the loss was on the road. Every other result was at home. So at least there's that. They lost, I think it was like 5-1 to Minnesota in their last home game. So at least there is that. Uh, so predictions, Truman, since you're in the lead, you get to go first. What do you think is going to happen on Sunday? Well, it's uh, do or die time, I guess, right, for Chris Armas to prove that uh, last week was just a fluke. Because it better have been just a fluke. I really hope Bradley Ray Phillips barely plays in this game. I hope he plays for like three minutes. I hope all of our guys play for about three minutes because they all need to be starting the first half Sunday against, again, a very, very good L.A. 2 team, Chivas, whatever you want to call them, the L.A. Kings with their black jerseys. I don't know. Uh, but anyway, I think they're going to win this game. I think they're going to rebound. I don't think they're going to shit the bed two times in a row at home. Uh, I'm going to say 2-1. I think it's going to be a good game. And, I mean, it's Bradley Day, so let's just say Bradley scores again, right? Uh, I I don't see a shutout happening because I think Ellie's just too damn good to get shut out. I also expect a very good crowd, people. Very good crowd. <laughs> They're playing the dose. They're playing a new team, shiny team. You know, wannabe fans are going to make the trip out from Los Angeles for it. And uh, I think our fans are going to want to see a shiny new team. So I expect a very good crowd, BWP celebration. Uh, it's almost like fours a day, but it's not quite. So, yeah, I'm going to say 2-1. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm going to go with a draw. I'm going to say 2-2 draw. Um, I Unfortunately, I, I, you know, LAFC is a good team. I would say a better team than Columbus. Uh, and just the way this team, the way Rebels have been playing lately, they just, I don't have any faith in them. So, uh, as, you know, as much as it's uh, going to be a home game, uh, as much as it's going to be a BWP game, I expect I don't have much faith in our fan base either. Uh, I'm going to I'm gonna go. I'm actually going to go this week and uh, join Truman there. Um, but, it, I'm, yeah, I, I'm fortunately going to say 2-2 draw. I think, uh, you know, BWP, maybe Kaku gets on the board, but... Um, you know, uh, Carlos Vea probably work his magic and get on the board as well. So that's my thought. Uh, I and this is strictly because of last week. I don't trust the team to win at home anymore. Yeah, exactly. Which is a sucky feeling to have, especially giving the quote fortress that this Red Bull Arena is supposed to be for this team. Uh. I'm going to go 3-3 draw. 
And the reason I'm going 3-3 draw is because LAFC can't hold on to a lead. <laughs> <laughs> hey ho! Wait, hold saying, on. So what you're saying is we should definitely wear white jerseys like that. We got to get in their heads like from moment one, right? White jerseys. I mean, they won't be white and yellow, but still, maybe that's going to scare them a little bit. We can make them white and blue at least. Get close. BWP needs to wear stilts, so he's like six foot eight. Yeah, so that's. I mean, they they can't they can't hold the lead uh, apparently. So why not? So uh, anyway, yeah, that's my thing. Because <laughs> anyway, uh, so uh, New York Rebels two their last home game they drew two two at Tampa Bay. Next game is uh, Friday the third against uh, Penn FC, and that game's at seven p.m. Eastern time. Uh, Sky Blue FC did not lose, but they didn't hey. win either because they didn't oh. play. <laughs> and and do you know the exact reason they didn't play? The exact reason? Uh, all I saw was your schedule due to weather. Yes, because they couldn't fly their plane to Chicago. Oh, that's what it was. Yes, it wasn't like they got to Chicago in their serious weather. No, they didn't even leave to get there. Uh, because of serious, I think serious weather stopped them from actually going. I was, I was gonna say Friday night was pretty bad, so that would explain a lot. Yeah, now that sucks, but just think about some of the fans who drove out to Chicago. Because there were people who made the trek to Chicago, got to Chicago, realized there was no game, and then turned around and drove all the way to Hartford uh, for the women's national game. Oof. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I, I have a couple friends who made a stop in between. They stopped in Ohio. Uh, I mean, they immediately left Chicago, drove to Ohio, stayed overnight, and then drove to Hartford. That is dedication right there. For sure. Uh, Sky Blue has a fan base it doesn't deserve. Right? Yeah, for real. All right. So, uh, moving on to the dumping ground. Since this is a weird. So, it's good for FC Cincinnati because they fit, signed their first MLS player, but it's a little weird. Uh, so, the Portland Timbers traded uh, Fernando Audi to Cincinnati for out tw- for 2019 allocation money. It's just so fucking. I I just don't understand that at all. They're not they're not really a MLS team yet. So why not just call this a transfer? Yeah. yeah. Although it's transfer with money they don't actually have. So they're. I mean. Uh, so Audi will play the rest of the year in USL and then come back to MLS next year with FC Cincinnati when its team gets promoted. Yes. <laughs> So, and that's it for me. Well, again, uh, yeah, I mean, there really wasn't what sort of talk about, right? Not, not, I don't know, not much going on. Uh, watched a little bit of this International Champions Cup, I guess. That was something. Sure. That was a thing that happened. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) That's it. I don't know. I think it's still going on, so. I, w- I will say, American fans just do not seem to be into this year's iteration. <laughs> but I don't know if it's just because like half the stars are resting because uh, World Cup. Well, um, right. Or there, or U- U.S. fans are certainly starting to finally get you know wind that this thing is meaningless. 
Uh, I did like Josie Mourinho going insane after they lost to Liverpool four one, saying how none of those players are going to be on the team when they start. And uh, what it, I believe he also said something like, "U.S. fans shouldn't go to this game." Like he was like just saying, "You shouldn't support this." Ah, it's, the man's <laughs> out of his mind. He's clearly out of his mind. Uh, he is entertaining. All right. Uh, anyway, anything else? No. So maybe a terrible team of the week. Well, that was going to come up anyway. So, yeah. Terrible team of the week, Truman. Uh, let's just give it a tie. And we're going to give it a tie to the two teams that we're going to watch play on Sunday. Because <laughs> one team went down 3 nothing at home due to stupidity. Okay. Deservingly Red Bulls. And how can I not give it to LA2 for blowing yet another two nothing lead uh and they absolutely could have lost this game because la had a fantastic chance uh, i'm sorry the galaxy because i guess we have to be more specific now <laughs> uh the galaxy had a fantastic chance right in front of the net to score had not the uh the goalie for la2 made a fantastic save like point black save um they could have lost that one too and who boy well, that have been killer. And the best is right after the game, um, the Riot Squad, the LA Galaxy fans tweeting out, you can't beat us, <laughs> which I thought was great. But <laughs> you can't beat them either. Right. Well, they did. They beat them in the first game. Don't oh, forget. Yeah. Sorry. I thought that was a, a tie, too, for some reason. No, that was, uh, yeah, they won that one. So, yeah, I, I, I do like that. That's fun. All right. Uh, any last words for wrap it up? No, you're going to wrap it up right now. Okay. Uh, Patreon.com slash Treble Rant. Uh, one buck a month all you need for exclusive content, including our uh, July wrap-up, which we will be recording on Thursday. Uh, and I'm just – and you correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure the guest is uh, Bobby Warshaw, right? It is Bobby Warshaw of MLSsoccer.com. So there you go. Uh, Mr. Instant Replay himself now. <laughs> Since they got rid of Simon Borg. <laughs> um, so, yeah, one bucks. All you need to listen to that. Uh, good stuff. Uh, if you want to email us during the week, redbullrant at gmail.com, which, by the way, I am surprised we did not get an email for this game. Right? Like, tweet I get, but I'm surprised. Usually we get at least one email for a bad loss, and I'm surprised we didn't get one. Maybe because it's, maybe because it's Tuesday. People's schedule is a little off. <laughs> Um, if you want to call us, 973-348-5329, facebook.com slash Red Bull Rant on Twitter, at Red Bull Rant for the show, at Dr. Stooch myself, at PMAC, DA2 for Pat, at The Truman for Truman. Subscribe to our show via iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, SoundCloud, pretty much anywhere you can find a podcast. Last words before we get out of here. Uh, two things. Number one, rest in peace, Nikolai Volkov and Grandmaster Sexay. Uh, number two note to Chris Armis uh, the torches and the pitchforks have been purchased uh, <laughs> they're not quite unwrapped yet but I'm just warning you the, peop- the fans have bought them so you need to go out Sunday on BWP day and win yeah so I'm uh, time to pick up the slack there Chris so, by the way, random thought, I now have a name for the documentary, depending on how the season ends. Uh, and hopefully people get the reference. And 
a New York fiasco. Ah, yes. <laughs> I, I get it. I don't know if Truman does. He looks nope. like, yep. It's it's a podcast. It's based on a podcast that recently came out. That's very good. Yes, uh, American an American fiasco with Roger Bennett. You should go listen to that. By the way, sure, get right on that. Hey, it's only like ten, it's only like ten or eleven episodes. It's and they're all doing. they're all short. Yeah, it's like half an hour each. Hmm. You should you should listen to it, Truman. You should. All right. You can listen to former guests like Alexi Lawless. Oh, I'm back in. <laughs> all right. Uh, anyway, for Pat Truman and myself, this has been episode number 275 of Red Bull Rant. And it's, uh, yeah, I, why, why did I get fucked up there for a second? This has been episode 275 of Red Bull Rant. And as always, go Red Bulls. Peace out. Late.